0: Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for July 27, 2023. Today's New Testament lesson comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 14 to 20. Imitate the right use of power. I am writing this not to shame you, but to warn you, as my dear children. Even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ. You do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus I became your father through the gospel. Therefore I urge you to imitate me. For this reason I have sent to you Timothy, my son, whom I love, who is faithful in the Lord. He will remind you of my way of life in Christ Jesus, which agrees with what I teach everywhere in every church. Some of you have become arrogant, as if I were not coming to you. But I will come to you very soon, if the Lord is willing, and then I will find out not only how these arrogant people are talking, but what power they have. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. New International Version Oh, how we need to talk about power. And we need solid sacred examples of how to wield power rightly and justly. Power is a lot like sex. Everyone wants it, but not everyone respects it and uses it well. Humanity was created by God to exercise power. True human power has always been intended by our creator as a means of giving love to others. Wherever you find love being extended by people in power to the powerless, there you will see that it works. Yet here's the rub for many of us. This godly use of power may not, and likely will not, achieve instant results. That's probably why we so often associate humanity's possession of power with threats, bullying, and violence, because they usually work to get the immediate results of obtaining power and keeping others in subservience to that power. The right use of power rarely gets rolled out smoothly without any wrinkles to it. Instead, wielding power through love makes its way by means of suffering. It comes from the humble servants like Mother Teresa and from those who could throw their weight around but instead choose to use their influence for self-giving love. This sort of just and right authority is realized when we are aware of our own weaknesses and failures. Believing that might equals right is merely a prescription for working out our own complexes on other people. It will only result in extending hate, not love, when others resist our authority. The ones who hold true power are those who know they are unworthy of it, and incapable of using it without humility and divine help. Real power is like a shepherd looking after a flock of sheep, and not like pulling out a sword to kill the bad guys when they come to challenge authority. Believers everywhere need awareness that the Christian message offers a profound reversal of what we think we know about power. All signs of real power lead us to the foot of the cross. National governments seem to think that power must be both achieved and sustained by the threat of violence. But the power of God's kingdom is exercised through giving, serving, and loving. And it is that sort of power which transforms the world in ways that probably won't make headlines on the nightly news. The power of Christ is passed on throughout the generations of believers learned by imitating people, like the Apostle Paul, who demonstrated humble service instead of arrogant authority. Faith is passed from person to person, and not just handed down from individuals reading their Bibles in seclusion. Power and authority are given to those who are capable of handling it with justice and righteousness. 2 Timothy 2.2 says, You have heard me teach things that have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. Christians learn from leaders how the faith is lived out and how power is used by imitating what they see and hear. Therefore, an important question is this, who do I imitate? Philippians 3.17 says, Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine, and learn from those who follow our example. And Hebrews chapter 6 verses 11 to 12 says, Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts, in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. And in Hebrews 13:7, Remember your leaders who taught you the word of God. Think of all the good that has come from their lives and follow the example of their faith. Those who hold authority and power in the Christian church must exemplify a proven character of persevering love in the face of pain and suffering. Such persons, having shown humility through it all, are worthy to imitate. This does not necessarily mean that we emulate those who eruditely speak the word of God, have superior gifts and abilities, and enjoy success in ministry. It does mean that we ought to imitate and have as mentors those persons who imitate Christ and are not self-promoting peacocks who go after being admired and praised. A cocky Christian leader who has not focused on suffering love and who has not experienced the purgative fiery trials of this life may easily become seduced by their own importance. However, leaders who have seen their share of hard circumstances, pain, and suffering, and have come through it loving God and serving others out of grace and humility, well, those are leaders worth imitating. Character shapes power, and never the other way around. God of unchangeable and unending power. Look with mercy on your church everywhere and carry out your good and loving purposes through us, your people. We trust that your power and love will have its way in this old fallen world and that your plan of salvation shall be carried out through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in the strength of the Holy Spirit. Amen.